session two, living the life. All right, oh, anyone can remember the title of session one? No condemnation in Christ. Living ah, in no condemnation. No condemnation in Christ. You all read from the notes, or is it already inside the heart? Yeah. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> oh dear. That's why I have to repeat again this repeat again this session <laughs> because you still haven't got it. Alright. Okay, it needs to go inside the heart. Okay, the first session is very critical, but the Holy Spirit is very gracious. <laughs> God is very gracious. So I have to put it back again into session two, right? Because with that, without that understanding that the life of pleasure starts in Romans 8.1 of no condemnation, it is very hard to carry on. Okay, you will go back forward, back, forward, back, forward. Okay. Although we may not fully get the full revelation yet because we are ongoing, but this is very important, the no condemnation. But as I said, God is very gracious. <laughs> so when I prepared this, I had to bring back a little bit, go backwards. Okay, So that it will get into our spirit man. All right, this is still developing the... Uh, hidden man of the heart or the spirit man, okay? Because we are not developing the head. Otherwise, we all become Humpty Dumpty, all right? But we are developing the spirit man and that once developed, grow in the Lord, in the, in the realm of the spirit, wow, that is the meaning of as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And you know, Jesus, did he live a moment of pressure? <laughs> when he was on this earth was there a moment in his life that he was pressured <laughs> okay so that life that he lived is what we are living now as new creation on this planet okay if we get rid of the uh, just renew this mind and build the spirit man Okay, so the pictures are, I specially picked, got meaning. Okay, just see what this is. It's not exactly what you think it is. Okay, so living the life that comes from Christ is today's uh, teaching, all right, session two. That means there is two lives on this earth. Okay. The life that came from your the physical life, also with a with an element of spirit inside it, because we are all spirit being, spirit, soul, and, and body, right? So we had a different life which came from the devil, from Adam, our ex uh, ex father. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no more. Okay, no more from him anymore in Christ. All right. We are no more. So there are two. Uh, if you are in Adam, you are in Satan. All right. He took over. So Adamic nature comes from the devil, Satan. So there's nothing good there. 
Okay? So whatever we felt that we were born with that are so good, it's nothing good because it's still from Adam and it's still in sin, born in sin and still under, under the devil. So after that, Jesus took us out and gave us the, 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 the privilege okay, of being born again. Okay, so born again means you got now different father. <laughs> Clear or not? It's like, uh, you know, yeah, if, if you were born physically and you got a chance, all right, religion, some religion believe that, you know, this life cannot, then you born again next life into a, a better, better family or whatever. Okay, that never happens. It's a lie. But what we have is the real thing. Okay, we got a chance to be born again of a different father, meaning we will have different nature, everything different, a different life. So in the physical, if you are born, you get a chance to be born again from, you know, to choose which father you want to have on this earth. You will choose the richest, you know, correct or not, the one who has the most power in the physical. And today, we have been given a choice to choose the creator of this universe, the God who created everything, who has the power over everything, who owns everything, and who is super generous to be our father. That's the choice that you and me made, made when you said, Lord Jesus, come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. You're saying bye-bye to your old father and say, come, I'm, move, I'm excited, you know, I'm moving into another home. I'm moving into another family. I'm now not an orphan and now have daddy God, not just by name, but the one who rules this universe, who's in control of everything that happens. He knows the schedule, the timing, and who loves us like nobody's business. <laughs> okay? That, why? Because he died for us. Isn't it? If you want to test whether somebody really loved you, human one, <laughs> see whether they die for you. <laughs> or they, at a time when you are convicted of murder, they say, okay, bye-bye. See you in jail. I'll come and visit you. <laughs> okay? Ah, Jesus was never like that. All right? So this is the one who truly love us and we have in the birth experience come into this family of God he will never leave us nor forsake us he prepare mansions for us on this earth it's whatever we need and in heaven it's much more you know so we will be going there one day soon so there's this life that comes from Christ all right that the devil tried to keep it a secret <laughs> so that all you do is just receive Jesus and then still live the life from Adam when actually there is another life that is from your new birth from Christ and this is the life that Christ came all the way died on the cross so that you and me can live this wonderful life Okay, 
See, Holy Spirit knows you all forgot already session one. <laughs> so start again. Okay, Romans 8, chapter 1. Sorry, chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, nor punishment for those who are in Christ, who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. Okay, so the last week I didn't put in the in Christ. This week, as I was uh, preparing, ah, put it in. The not guilty verdict is only in Christ. Okay, so out of Christ, if a person thinks they are not guilty without Christ, that is self-righteousness. Okay, only in Christ. And we will see more. So in the CEV version, it's easier to understand. If you belong to Christ, you will, you won't be punished. Okay, so the punishment is the punishment of death, right? Because the wages of sin is death. All right, and if everyone is guilty, born from Adam, that means everyone on this planet, there's no one that is not born from Adam, right? Everyone is born from Adam. So, is born with sin inside them, the nature, and the wages of sin is death, punishment, okay? And that death involves what? Condemnation, guilt. You're born with it. The guilty conscience, all right? Guilt, shame, inferiority, All this comes from our ex-father, Adam. Okay? So now, if this came from this condemnation and guilt, came from Adam or, and Satan, in Christ, this no longer applies. All right? So, but we know that many of us still living under all this guilt, condemnation, fear, fear of punishment, fear of what people think of us, right? So much so we have to do a lot of things to please people. Not free, okay? Ashamed of our past, whether it's failures, mistakes, all this is belong to the sin nature, belong to when we were not born again. But when you're born again, how come you're still experiencing all that? It's because we don't know the truth, <laughs> right? Because the truth will always set you free. The more we understand the truth, all right? Remember the first, the whole first uh, foundation 01 is about rightly dividing the word of truth so that you will not be deceived by the lies of the devil. The devil has no power over the new creation in Christ except to lie and deceive. And the only way to come out from lies and deception is to know the truth. Because Jesus said, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But too, too often, we think we know it already just by, because we, you know, have been a Christian for maybe all our life for 20, 30 years, okay? So 
It's got nothing to do with that. It has to do with really knowing the revelation truth from the word after dividing the word into the Jews, the old, old covenant, new covenant, the three groups of people, knowing what applies to you as a new creation, what is not for you because you are not a Jew under law, right? But what is yours as a heritage, your blessings because you are a Jew by faith, the, the heri heritage of uh, the blessing of Abraham. So when you know all this, and we have to keep knowing because there's too much rubbish in the old files. Okay, that is the only thing that will hinder a believer from the life of pleasure in Christ. The all undeleted files in this head. Okay, that's why it's so important to, you know, don't delete and then put back other new uh, world wisdom. <laughs> so, I don't, I will go headache. Okay, because here I'm trying to delete the files, and then after that, you say, okay, okay, delete already. After that, go back and then you put in some more. All right, so your whole, whole life process is uh, delete, put back, delete, put back. Okay, delete and don't let any more lies go inside this head of yours. Okay, because the spirit is exploding. All right, with the power of God, with the truth, and then. This hate, spirit, soul, and body, right, is saying, suppressing it, okay, by all the half truth of the world, right? So you want to take the leaf, but you go inside the leaf and you struggle inside the leaf, <laughs> okay? So that is what happens, all right, when we have law, half grace, okay? We go, we try to take the leaf, okay, in Christ. I want to live in Christ. Then you go inside the leaf. That is Christ, right? Then after that, you still struggle. So can, can wish or not? Can wish or not? Yeah, I'm not doing anything. I cannot rest. <laughs> I need to do something. It's a, you know, so many flaws. You know, I cannot just sit still and do nothing, right? So that is the law, all right, of the world wisdom and the world system, right? Still inside here. So spirit is in Christ, mind is still in the world system. We cannot, we cannot fully rest inside the lid. God said, take off and then we are not going up. <laughs> okay, he said, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so let's all enter the lid, all right, and go up happily to whichever floor, <laughs> okay, that is your blessing, okay, that is a, the life that Christ has died on the cross so that you and me can live that life of no worries, of trusting him, you know. Each time I, I teach the word or I, I say something, you know, the blessing of God, I cannot execute it and make it happen for you. I have to trust God, that God is the one who will make it happen, that he's the one who will heal, he's the one who will bless. Imagine if I pray for so many people and I would fully stress because what? I have to make it happen? <laughs> I cannot make it happen. Okay? I can only prophesy and declare God's word. And I say, Daddy, God, you make it happen. That is your responsibility. All right? And I see the Lord making it happen when his people believe, receive the word, believe it, and act upon it. Okay, so the first thing is, there is no more fear of punishment. Okay, so remember there's vertical, 
relationship between you and God. All your sins have been forgiven. God don't remember them. But there is a horizontal relationship with men. And there's also a uh, radar <laughs> inside us that God put in our spirit that also knows right and wrong without being told uh, this is right or this is wrong according to God's word. So God's word is very clear. So it doesn't mean that when we talk about grace, we go out and commit all the things that are wrong. You will end up in jail, okay? <laughs> so don't have to say, Pastor Stephanie said, can do anything, okay? And then you break the, drive past the red line, you go kill somebody, you go what rape or whatever. And then you say, you know, I, I saw one clip, uh, I, have, I didn't post yet because you all may not understand it, but it's a very funny one. Okay, so this lady <clears throat> was driving, <coughs> excuse me, a car, you know, and then I, I think she must have broke some traffic law rule. So the policeman stopped her and, uh, you know, of course, uh, she got a ticket or something like that. And then she went down the window and said, sir, I'm not under law, I'm under grace. <laughs> okay, so hopefully none of you go and do that kind of thing, okay? <laughs> I'm not under law. Okay, after this, I can post it already because then you know what is the, the you know the story behind that uh, that uh, funny thing. All right, so that's what a lot of people listen to Grace message. Uh, poor Joseph Prince, <laughs> he trying his hard, you know, to share Grace, and the people go out and they tell the they break law, and then they say I'm under Grace. Okay, so under Grace doesn't mean go and break all the laws. Okay, this 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 is a uh, today. By the Holy Spirit, I trust you have some more understanding of what it means, all right, to be free from uh, the law of sin and death. Okay, second session will be actually uh, Romans 8, chapter, uh, verses 2, 2 and 3, or just verse 2, okay? All right, so this punishment is the it's the guilt, the condemnation, the shame, the not good enough, and all those, all right? It is not the just simply go and do whatever you want, all right? In, I think, First John, all right, there is a verse that says, God doesn't condemn us, but your heart will condemn you, okay? So if we consistently do something that we, is not right in the sight of God, your heart will condemn you. You will feel uncomfortable each time we do that. Okay? So it's not by our own power, right, to overcome that. It's understanding, getting a clear understanding of the new creation in the spirit man so that uh, we don't have this thing happening. And I experienced that for how many years of my life? My heart condemning me until I got it. I, you know, I sort of have to sort it out the part of my life because I know what I was doing was not right. Yeah, but under grace, God doesn't condemn me, but my actions condemn me in my heart. My heart condemned me. And I asked the Lord, help me to put it right. Okay, so this is not law. This is the inner being that's God created inside you that is a 
traffic light there also. <laughs> okay, inside our spirit man. All right. So, but it's not, you have to be good in order to please God. You are already pleasing. We are already the righteousness of God in Christ. That's why in this uh, right standing and this new nature, it is not possible to continue deliberate first john 9 10 all right uh yeah i think uh finally the uh our spark jewels teachers have got it <laughs> so uh if you cannot understand this session uh go into the spark jewel session afterwards okay <laughs> in a simplified version all right uh they are doing it very well now as as uh, they caught it okay um Daphne and uh, Pastor Chenglan, yeah, so that it is not thou shalt not sin, right? It is, you're not able to, to do those things. It is in the Amplified. Whoever is born of God, have the new seed inside, can no longer deliberately, continually, habitually sin, okay? You understand? So it is, I, I just can't, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't lie anymore. Not because uh, the law requires or God requires, I shall not lie. It's no more in my nature to do that. I will do it sometimes, but each time I do, I feel more and more difficult, you know. So this is the, uh, the cannot, the unable, the word is not able to continue doing something that is not pleasing uh you know, not, not in, in, in God's uh, uh, holiness, okay? Not actually, it's not you. It's not you doing anymore because you are the new creation. It is the old self, okay? If we continue sinning, but what brings us up again, able to come up is the grace of God that he doesn't condemn us. And because of that, whatever we, you know, maybe have some habits or, still things that are not right yet in our life, but living under grace, when we understand it more, will give you, in today's session, you will have more understanding, give you the power, all right, to overcome sin, not living under law. It's not, okay, you've been doing that, stop doing. Okay, that will not give you the power to overcome whatever it is in our lives that was not right. But when we give you the no condemnation, when God says, I don't condemn you, all right? But when we realize that we are not, God doesn't condemn us and that, you know, the new nature is in us, okay? It gives us the power to stop sinning, okay? Without the stress that God does not accept me, he does. But the, sorry to say, because your heart, you're made holy, <laughs> that heart that is so holy, all right, will you okay so we cannot brush it off by saying i'm under grace <laughs> okay later i will post that one inside so no one will go to the uh, uh break a law and then tell the police that uh i'm in beautiful ashes or ncc or what so i'm under grace and not law the police said i don't care what you're under this is the ticket go to the nearest uh, police station pay your fine <laughs> okay all right For the law of the spirit of life. So after no condemnation, that God does not condemn us, Paul carries on. This is all about living the life. 
Some call it the life of the spirit and the Holy Spirit gave us is the life of pleasure. Okay, for the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being. Okay, remember you're all born again. You have a new uh, seat inside you, a new life. Has set you free from the law of sin and death. So our previous life, which is still like a parallel because we are still living in this body, all right? It's called the living under the law of sin and death. Okay, so there is a actually the law means there's a power. All right, there's a power there when we live under sin, when we uh, follow that, just live according to our own nature. A power will run through us because that that power is that you know electricity power. You cannot see it, but you are living under it. All right. And that law will result in death, okay? In a struggle in your life, in uh, <clears throat> doing things that you don't want to do, all right? Doing the bad that you don't want to do, not doing the good, so-called, that you want to do, all right? I'll go back to that again, Romans 7, okay? So there are two lives, all right? Two power or law operating. I would prefer to use the word power then you understand clearer, all right? If we follow the old law of sin and death, that is what's going to happen. You will be always under this power that you cannot stop sinning, okay? And also, it will result in miserable, miserable, pressured life. But the life that comes from Christ operates under another power, okay? That will completely set you free to enjoy the life. Okay. So, first we need to understand, okay, the, the word set you free. That means why Jesus need to set us free? Because we were all in prison. <laughs> okay. So, physical prison, uh, so far, I think no one here has been to a physical prison, okay? Even if you have, it's okay. Yeah, you can understand even better. That's good. I'm waiting for prisoners, oh, not prisoners, ex-prisoners, because prisoners cannot come in, right? But ex-prisoners, one day to come into beauty for ashes, right? And they will understand much easier, okay? This uh, law, this uh, how Jesus set them free from guilt. Why? Because those who have never been, uh, you know, been uh, pronounced guilty, a lot of uh, believers are in self-righteousness, okay? So if you have uh, experienced some, some big mistake in your life, it's easier to understand, right? When God says, you're not guilty, okay? By virtue of what Jesus has done, right? Because we know we are guilty. But if we have not done anything wrong, it's a bit harder. Because we feel I've not done anything very wrong. Huh? <laughs> My sins are only small sins. So when the preacher tries to explain to you by grace, it's so difficult to get it. Because you say, you know, you say, Amen. But I feel I've not done anything wrong. So it's easy to say I'm the righteousness of God in Christ when you have not done anything wrong or big wrong, big sin, right? But you as a criminal, and then Jesus said, in the word of God, 
for you to declare I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, that's a bit hard. <laughs> it's just like uh, you are having uh, sickness all over your body and then the Bible says, declare by your stripes, uh, by his stripes you are healed. Because it's according to this mind, it is not. Okay? But in the spiritual, that is what has already happened in, when you are in Christ. Okay? So that's why the spirit is higher than the physical realm. When you understand that. Okay? So, first, when Jesus talks about freedom, or, the, or God talks about freedom, or Paul talks about freedom, that means we were once a prisoner. All right? Prisoner is what? You're behind bars. Okay? Sin has put us into a prison. Okay? The nature of sin, where we come from. All of us came, born into this earth, all behind bars, behind in the prison of the law or the power of sin and death. Okay, so we, we will go in again, a little bit repeat of last week about Romans 7. What is this law of sin and death? Okay, so, but notice, but you know, note this. Don't only see the one who went to prison as in prison. Every single person who was born on this planet in the spirit is a prisoner of law of sin and death. If not, why, do Jesus, why does Jesus need to set us free? What is the word freedom for? <laughs> okay, you, you're not a prisoner, then why do you need to be free? So we are not a, a prisoner of the physical prison, but we are prisoner of the law of sin and death. Okay, because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's no one good on this earth, on this planet. No matter how many good things they do, right, cannot change the nature that they were born with, the Adamic, demonic nature, all right, that is the seed that was full of sin. Okay, <clears throat> so first, we were all prisoners. That's why Paul says he's a prisoner of the Lord now. Okay, this is another very important truth. When you come out from this prison, what happens? We will go on. The prison of law and of sin and death. So spiritually, okay, this is your spirit man. Everyone will behind, all of us were once behind bars. Everything we do is a uh, the result of sin. Okay, even good deeds, most probably is because of guilt. <laughs> okay, so the goodest person on this planet, if without Jesus, all their good deeds are from a guilty conscience. What we have in Christ is a clear conscience. That is only acceptable to God. And only Christ can give us the clear conscience, okay? Only Christ has the key to open this prison door. No one else, not all our deeds, good deeds. Remember, the Bible says all our righteousness are like filthy rags, cannot be clean, 
okay, at all. They are like the sanitary pad that is full of dirty blood and you cannot clean dirty blood, especially it already come out from the body. All right, so what you need, a person need to have is to have a new transfusion of blood or clean blood. You don't try to clean the dirty blood, okay? You just have new blood flowing in your body, in your system, okay? So we were all once prisoners of sin and death. No one can get out of this prison by themselves. So can you see all the self good works and all that is trying to get out by ourselves, but we cannot do it. So don't try anymore. We cannot in the eyes of the holy and just God, the only judge of this universe that he created. He set the rules. <laughs> okay, so let's see what else. But the Holy Spirit will give you life. So from Adam and Satan, we put into prison. We were born with bars. The Holy Spirit is the one who will give us life that comes from Christ. It's the same verse in another version. That comes from Christ Jesus. So the life that comes from so-called life, all right, that comes from uh, our old man, uh, the old, uh, old Adam, all right, is a prison. The freedom from this prison comes from the new life that the Holy Spirit gives. And it comes from who? Jesus Christ. So Adam was the first, you know, first Adam, first man. And the Bible says you have the last Adam, which is Christ. One put us into prison. <laughs> okay. The other, Christ, opened the door. He is the door to let us out of prison. Okay. So today, if you have received Jesus, walk out of that prison into the new life. Don't stay there. And I'll show you why people continue to stay in the prison. Okay, so this is the life, all right? Today's session is about the life, living this life that comes from Christ Jesus that, is, that will set you free, all right? Okay, so you understand why set free? Because we were in prison of sin and death. So we need to be taken out, open the door to set free. And Jesus is that door to our new free life. Okay, <clears throat> Romans, now back to Romans 7, the scenario of the believer under law, okay, in the message version, I think last week I read in the TPT version, but I can hear you say, if the law code was as bad as all that, it's no better than sin itself, that's certainly not true, the law code, that means the law, all right, all the thou shalt do, you must attend this, you have to attend that, you have to read Bible, you have to pray, you must have quiet time without understanding, you know, as in why, okay? As in, if you don't do it, you will live a life of pressure. No, that's law still, okay? The life of pressure is, is not the life living by a set of instructions of do's and don'ts. So this is called law, although it refers to also the law uh, 
that was given to Moses. Moses, you have 10 commandments and plenty other moral laws. Right? So the law code had a perfectly legitimate function without its clear guidelines for right and wrong. Moral behavior would be mostly guesswork. Apart from the same surgical command, you shall not cover, this is an example of the law, all right, that is thou shalt not cover, okay? I could have dressed covetousness up to look like a virtue and ruined my life with it. Okay, <laughs> all right. What it means is, okay, if there is no law, there is no law that says you shall not covet. Covet means uh, crave for something that belongs to someone else. Okay, then what happens? You, you don't know that that is wrong. So you crave for your neighbor's, uh, uh, what do they have? <laughs> your neighbor's <or> what? <laughs> okay. your neighbor's car, okay? A wife or husband or whatever, all right? And you, there is no law, right, to say that this is wrong. So you don't feel anything, but you will be ruining your life with it if you go and try and get whatever your neighbor has especially his wife or husband, okay? So this, but you don't, we still don't know that it is wrong. So the law puts, it's nothing wrong. It just tells you what is right or wrong, okay? Now, for you to behave, that is under, this is the old covenant, all right? Okay, today, the good news is we don't have to go under this, all right? But, what happens? Don't you rem remember how it was? I do perfectly well. The law code started out as an excellent piece of work. So God's law of right and wrong is all there. God is a just, holy God, righteous God. So if our God is not holy, not righteous, I also don't want <laughs> to worship him, right? <laughs> right? So our God is fair, just, holy, righteous. That one spot of sin will also be have to be condemned, have to be go, have to go to hell. That's why none of us qualify. If you understand our holy and righteous God, no one qualifies who is born from Adam to be forgiven and not, you know, and not sentenced to death or hell. So the law code represents God's rightness. Good, right and wrong. Okay? So, and before Jesus died, the law was given or, uh, under the Mosaic Covenant, right, to show, because they, they, they're not born again, they don't have the spiritual seed inside God's nature inside them. They, are pro they have only demonic nature, Satan's nature, Adamic nature. They are prone to sin. They're prone to do things that will ruin their life. So the law was given for what purpose? To help them see right and wrong. At the same time, to know that on their own, they cannot fulfill that law. They cannot do the 100% right that is acceptable to God. Okay? So the law is an excellent piece of work. It is God. 
nature. What happened though was that sin found a way to pervert the command into a temptation, making a piece of forbidden fruit out of it. The law is perfect, but man was not. Okay? Because man sinned. So can you imagine how could the perfect law, how could sinful man follow the perfect law? It's not possible of God. Okay? So in the end, this sin nature in man, all right, when the law is put on, you, you, uh, you let law run your life, okay, or you try to run your life by being good, doing right all the time, trying not to do the wrong, this is what happened, okay? The command, the law that is good becomes like a temptation and a forbidden fruit. Okay, and if there is a power inside that that causes you to even do that which is wrong instead of doing the right that you wanted to do if you follow that law, right? The law code, instead of being used to guide me, was used to seduce me. So when, the, when you have that, you really live under the law of do's and don'ts, okay, which intent was intended under uh, the old covenant to guide the people and we today use the do's and don'ts to guide our lives it will end up as temptation because the, that's a, that power continue to run of sin and death without all the well, big word here paraphernalia of the law code sin looked pretty dull and lifeless and I went along without paying much attention to it. But once sin got its hands on the law code and it decked itself out in all that finery, I was fooled and fell for it. The very command that was supposed to guide me into life was cleverly used to trip me up, throwing me headlong. So sin was plenty alive and I was stone dead. But the, so this is talking about the new spirit man that's born again, and then you have the man, all right, the flesh. The, but the law code itself is God's good and common sense. Each command, sane and holy counsel. I can already hear your next question. Does that mean I can't even trust what is good? That is the law. Is good just as dangerous as evil? No. So it says, so the people who got, uh, uh, Paul was reasoning with the Roman believers. So it says, okay, the law is good. But are you telling me, okay, if I don't live my life by the law or the do's and the don'ts, are you saying that the law is dangerous also if I live by the law? Paul says, no. So sin simply did what sin is so famous for doing, using the good as a cover to tempt me to do what would finally destroy me. By hiding within God's good commandment, sin did far more mischief than it could ever have accomplished on its own. So sin already bad enough, right? It's a disobedience to God's law. But when you put 
the commandments on top of it, it become, it, it received a power to, be, to even become more powerful. <laughs> I don't know whether you can understand this. All right. So, which is that, you know, it's like the, 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 when you put the, the, the law there, sin becomes very clear. Right? Without the, the law, uh, don't cross the red light. You will zoom past the red light. But with the law there, you know that this is not right. Okay? This, this action of sin is not right. So when we put, put ourselves under law, do's and don'ts, okay, to try to be right and wrong by our own effort, actually it becomes worse. That's why there's a word, uh, the Bible says, or Paul says that the strength of sin is the law. That means when we put a law there, it empowers sin to even manifest more in your life. Okay, I can anticipate the response that is coming. I don't, I don't know whether this is the same response here. I hope you're not as confused as them. All right. I know that all God's commandments are spiritual, but I'm not. Isn't this also your experience? Yes, I'm full of myself. After all, I spent a long time in sin's prison. This picture is a prisoner who probably is quite comfortable now in his prison. <laughs> that's where he eat, that's where he sleep, that's where he drink, that's where he, you know, does everything. Sometimes we are so comfortable, okay, in that prison of sin and death. We are very quite comfortable already, all right, of doing, trying to do right, not to do wrong, and we get by day after day. So, you, what is that? You are full of yourself. This guy, is he thinking of anybody or anyone? It's all by himself in that prison of whatever he, you know, that, that prison that he's living in. All right, so when we live under sin and death, it's all about ourselves. It's all about what I must do, what I must not do. I must be perfect. I must be this. I must be that. All about ourselves. Every day is me. What am I going to do? I must be a better Christian. I must be a better person. I must be a leader. I must be successful. I must be an example. I must, oh, so many things. That is the law. <laughs> okay, but we put on ourselves. God never put it on us. And God gave the law to the Jews to guide them until Jesus comes, the Messiah comes. And of course, rightly dividing the word of truth, Hope we, one thing we catch is that the laws and the covenants are not even for us Gentile. Don't even, you know, have anything to do with us. Okay, it is for the Jews. For us, it is all new. Second Corinthians five seventeen. But to help us understand, because. We have always been, uh, we, even though we are not, uh, a lot of Gentiles don't live under the Ten Commandments. Okay, these laws, uh, moral laws, are also in the court 
All right, the whole court of justice is based on the laws of the Bible. Okay, so we still, uh, unbelievers or the world still live by the, 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 the law because born from Adam, he partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So after that, whole humankind, all right, live by the law. Okay, but the law didn't change anyone, right? In a prison, until unless they get born again there, they will still come out with the guilty conscience or with the evil heart. Cannot rehabilitate, all right? Everything temporary. The only thing you need to give them is a new heart, heart transplant, okay? So with us, it's the same. If you don't see yourself as a prisoner, I hope today you can see already that was your former condition even if we didn't go to the physical prison. So we need heart transplant, okay? Not outside transformation <laughs> or trying to put you in bars, <laughs> trying to tell you, no, no, no. So they have this rehabilitation, right? Where the prisoners will go and listen to, you know, some uh, good, good counsel and all that. Cannot, right? So you need just to, in order to have a new life, you have a new heart. Every single organ in our body, physically, is new. New heart pumping. Okay, that is the heart of God. He didn't ask you to uh, turn from uh, uh, what? Uh, 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 what into a butterfly. Okay, he made you new from inside. That is something that only God's power can do. That is why we need to be born again new seat okay so if you spend too long in a prison of by yourself <laughs> whole life is about yourself okay today you just walk out of the prison of self all right come into this new life of christ in you what i don't understand about myself is that i decide one way and then okay now this person receive jesus all right become a believer and then have this struggle going on because he's so engulfed with himself all along in that prison. It's me and myself, all right? And then everyone around me tell me that I have to be good. It's like a prisoner, right? The, 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 the prison guards say, how many years the judge give you? Okay, but if you are good behavior, then you can come out <laughs> faster. Right? Your sentence will be reduced. So in the... Human nature, what is it? We all try to have good behavior, although we are not, you know, maybe that bad. So it's okay, okay, I've done something wrong. So now I'm trying to atone for it by being good. Good behavior. So if you know, if you heard properly what Joseph Prince has been saying, right? It's not about good behavior, right? It's the new heart. The change is from inside. Okay, remember heart transplant. Just remember that you all have got, the new creation has got a, new heart and then only the new heart can pump differently new seed new heart so the old one because we still have this soul spirit soul all right the old mind which is your thoughts and your corresponding emotions and the, the old will okay will decide one way used to the to the prison life <laughs> 
<laughs> used to people, you know, uh, telling them, you only hear your mom and dad say, don't do this, do this, do this, don't do this. Or your teacher say, you know, headmistress, headmaster, you behave, you'll be punished, you behave bad, you'll be punished, do good, get good, karma, uh, do bad, uh, do bad, you get bad. So drum inside here, that all we grew up with is we, are, we want to be good people. But we end up, keep on every day struggling with something. You do the, 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 the after, especially after you get born again, right? This new heart transplant inside that this new heart got different instruction already. <laughs> the new heart got different beat, you know? It no longer beat pop, 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 when, uh, you know, when we are, are doing wrong. It beats another beat. <laughs> that is don't feel comfortable at all you know it shows different light already but then so you want to do from within the new spirit man something that pleases god that you know that you have the green light but the mind because still in the old mind of right and wrong and that, you know will start and up say no or give another power running okay i have telling you you have to do good you have to do right because then only you are a good christian so this dilemma is going on inside a person who has been born again got this spirit inside new heart and then got this old mind that has used to be run in a prison before a long time. All right, all about what I shall do, what I should not do. There's a conflict there. It says, I don't understand about myself. It's that I decide one way. And then I act another. Doing things I absolutely despise. So it, I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. So all the logic thinking of the person, uh, a believer ruled by law. In the end, he says, Ayah, just give me the instruction. Lah. <laughs> just give me, tell me what to do. Lah. <laughs> okay, so this is not the life that Jesus came to give us. But I need something more. That's why a lot of people like to go, Christians like to go to church where did the pastor tell them what to do and what not to do. Easier, ma. <laughs> okay? So, I think it's easier, but it's not the life. That's why it's full of pressure. <laughs> okay? So, all the pastor tell me, okay, this is what you should do. Go, go. Do, do this, do that. That's why there's a lot of heart, heart grace. Church and people are super happy inside there happy but precious. <laughs> okay. So Jesus wants to set us free. All right. Here you are all growing to grow up yourself by the seed that's in you, not to rely on do's and don'ts. I'm not here to tell you what to do and not what to do. Only one person can tell you that. That's the Holy Spirit who will lead you and guide you. All right. When you know the track, the word by the from Christ as the word, the, the true word that liberates you. And then in things that you are not very clear, the Holy Spirit will lead you from the radar, the traffic light inside your heart. But I need something more. 
for I know the law, but still can't keep it. Most of us here are law-abiding citizens, okay? And a lot of us like law. <laughs> and if the power, but we can't keep it all the time. And the, if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging, so it's a power of sin, okay? The law of sin of death is a power. A power that kept you under sin the day you were born on this planet. This is the power that Jesus came to set us free from, which you yourself cannot get out of. All right? <clears throat> it's like the power of gravity, the law of gravity. You throw something up, it will come down. Okay? So no one can defy the power of the law of gravity except another higher law, which is the law of aerodynamics the law of lift okay actually it's a law of lift just like aeroplane just like the, the lift that we take another law another power had to operate then only we can overcome the other law the other power that we were all born as prisoner to so i can will it i obviously needs help i realize i don't have what it takes so until you come to a person comes to realization i can't do it anymore <laughs> i can't try to be good anymore keep on failing or those who are able to do it they are the stronger ones in the world and uh, they are the most self-righteous one okay without christ they say i can do you can do so <laughs> Okay, and then the red, the other who cannot do goes into more condemnation and guilt. And God, Christ solved all this problem for us. All right, I can will it, but this person who is trying to use his own effort to to be good says, "Okay, now I can will it after struggling some time, but I can't do it." So there is. I want to be a good mother. I want to be a good example. I want to be a great leader. I want to, so many things, right? I don't want to steal. I don't want to lie. I don't want to be, you know, to be whatever it is. I can't do it. And the world, as Ethan says, you can, you can just hang on there. Be strong. So what happened? Such a struggle going on. But, if the believer still goes through this, it's not meant to be. Okay? When God, when Jesus saved us, he gave us a totally new separation from this uh, dilemma. Where the person says, I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it. Anyway, my decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. So if we see this guy, <laughs> all right, he is free. He can eat the pizza. He can actually come out, <laughs> all right, and uh, enjoy. But he still see in front of him the prison bars. Still, actually, he just need to step aside and come out. This is the man under law 
okay, still want to find a way out by himself. To try to obey the law, to be good, the right, the tree of knowledge of good, and try to be good. All is self-effort. And in the end, we will crash. It, so it happens so regularly that it's predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me. So how, what is the meaning of decide to do good? There must be a law there. A law that you put on yourself, a ruling, someone put on you, all right, that tells you, you have to do this in order to get that. A carrot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God don't put carrot for us. God put seed inside us to bear. The world gives you the carrot outside. So now try go go, go and get the carrot. <laughs> and then we try with all our own effort. <laughs> so the moment you decide to do good, the only, what good? There must be a law there that tells you this is good, this is bad, right? So you try to follow that this is good one. This is what it means. Okay. Then the power of sin and death that all Adam power sin is there to trip me up. I truly delight in God's commands but it's pretty obvious that not all of me join in that delight. Parts of me covertly rebel, and just when I least expect it, they take charge. But when you put yourself under do's and don'ts, what happens? Sin got the upper hand. The power it took from you putting yourself under law to trip you. And you find, drop. You actually did the thing that you don't want to do. That's where condemnation, guilt, all come in. I try to be today to smile. <laughs> but Anna, I, be, I become more long face. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm not asking you to try. Trying to, yeah, I'm asking you that to, to recognize the new nature inside us. Although it's good to practice. <laughs> Nothing wrong. All right, to practice smiling. Exercise, uh, uh, Pastor Chilan said, exercise her. Her jaws <laughs> when I told her to smile more, right? She said, Wow, look, you're very good, right? And also, everyone looked more gorgeous and prettier when they smile. I think the only person here, I mean, all of us, including me, look fierce when we don't smile. The only person here that naturally we have uh, a smiling face is uh, Evelyn Zoe. I think she, when, even when she don't smile, she looks like she's smiling. <laughs> so, well, thank God for that. But Majority of us, when we don't smile, I think we look like a hell on earth, right? So it's not pointing to anyone because I also look the same. I told you before, right? The story. So that's where we need to practice a bit if we have not learned, if we have not smiled for a long time. Okay, so I truly delight in God's commands, but it's pretty obvious that not all of you join in this delight. Parts of me, uh, when I least expect it, they take charge. I've tried everything. And nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. This is the person talking who is under law. 
or rather he put himself under law, under do's and don'ts. If I'm at, uh, if, is there no one who can do anything for me? Sometimes God allow us to come to this stage. I give up. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. I try to be good, but I end up. <laughs> Nobody knows. They all still think you are good. But inside you, after the door closed already, you know you are not that good. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that's where we come to Jesus. So half law, half grace is sometimes I, I am the end of the rope already. Then I come to Jesus. After we get the, the rest and peace, and then we hear, oh, Joseph Prince preached. Or pastors have free, oh, all your sins are forgiven. Then you feel very happy. Indeed. <laughs> Got the, then after that, you go back to law. They put another one. Then after that, you feel miserable. Then you go back to grace. So we go from one side to another side to another side. Even worse, more headache. Okay? So just stay. Stay there in the life that is from Christ. Completely free. All right? But, okay. So is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question? The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in this life of contradiction where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind and I'm pulled, but I'm pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. If you think this is easy, okay, all of us are, some of us went through the personality test and all that, right? It is quite an interesting one. And uh, each one has a certain personality. Uh, that, that, that Mayer's test is quite good as in to... I, I, I talk about it once, all right? But if it's not fully us, it's just help you to be... Uh, to see that God created each one original and a slightly different. So in each personality, there are strengths and there are weaknesses. So that strength is... Uh, it's the you, okay, that is different, all right, and original. But the weaknesses is where that's not you, that, or rather that can be overcome in the new nature of the new creation. And don't try to be another person. Everyone is original, okay? So uh, my mind is the most complex, it's a, it's a contradictory paradox. So I, I, if I can have another, uh, this is uh, not possible, but let's say if I can be born, born another round, I definitely don't want this personality. <laughs> you don't know what it is, okay? So it's, uh, uh, the Google says this personality is the personality of Jesus. It's also the personality of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> So, very extreme one, okay? Can be very good, can be very evil. So, very complicated, okay? So, thank God, all right, that uh, you, God made you all different and accept what you are, but you've been made by the grace of God, I am what I am, all right? Each one has certain wonderful strengths, okay? And most important is learn the new creation nature so that you can overcome all right, all the weaknesses that you uh, come with that personality. So the answer, thank God, is in Christ. In our life, the best is to learn the new nature of in Christ, the life that is in Christ. Is that Christ can 
and thus Christ Jesus, by his death on the cross, he can get us out of this dilemma. He acted to set things right. So because why? The, under the power of sin and death comes a lot of guilt and condemnation. It's because it's all about you. You trying to be good. You trying to be somebody else. You trying to be this and that. So what is the result? Condemnation, guilt, shame, inferiority, because we're always comparing with someone else. Okay, so who is going to set us free? Jesus. So the first thing when Jesus set us free and take us out of that prison with his supernatural power is no more condemnation because it's no more about you or me. On the cross, he settled the issue of the you and the me and the self. All our self and all nature trying to be good, trying to, you know, all nailed to the cross. You died. That's why die already. <laughs> you know, that's the meaning of die. Die means dead. Okay. That old person that wants to be good, that is taught to be good, died. Okay. Have a proper, proper burial, uh, 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 what it? funeral. Okay. After we're going to go to the funeral part. The answer, thank God, is that Jesus can and does. He acted to set things right in your life. Only he, that's why it's all by faith, only he can make you right. We try to be right, we try to be good. Cannot, not accepted by the high court of, the, of God. Okay? Reject. With the arrival of Jesus, okay, the answer is Jesus can, right? Is it? Okay, God can, right? In this life, only the answer is in Christ. So Romans 8, 1 and 2, again, with the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, the faithful dilemma is resolved. No more have you to struggle with me. You know, I want to be good. I want to be like the person there. I want to be like this person. Oh, so stressful, right? You're under stress for how many years? <laughs> Some more to try to be somebody good. No more, okay? That's the life of pressure. The faithful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. God accepts you as you are in Christ. Therefore, this Romans 8.1 says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. There's no more fear. There's no more guilt. There's no more inferiority because there's no more comparison. You died already. The old man died. That old man that came from Adam, that old man, that old nature that was under the power of sin and death, all right, that always tried to be better, Back already. <laughs> Same how to do that. Okay, so the new power is in operation. This power has been replaced by another power of the new life, the new born again life in Christ. Okay, the new spirit man, the new heart transplant, head transplant, whatever. Okay, it's a new power. A new, another engine is running now. 
has the power of the Holy Ghost. You cannot buy this power. Okay? It has to be released from heaven. That's where it came from. Just like electricity come from some generator somewhere. All right? So this power of the new life in Christ came from heaven. That's why when people come under the anointing, they drop down. It's a power from heaven. That is the physical, that's a tangible one. But the power within us is also tangible. It's just the power for changing your life, giving you the ability and the power now to live the new creation life without stress. Okay? The spirit of life is spiritual. In Christ is a strong wind. Remember, God is like a wind, right? The word spirit means breath or wind. When the Holy Spirit came in the day of Pentecost, it came as a rushing mighty wind. A strong wind that blow off everything of the past. All of us have gone through that tornado. <laughs> the past has been blown off your life. Okay, don't hold on to that, the past anymore. All right, the old man, die, die already, let it die. Like a strong wind has magnificently cleared the air. See, freeing you. We were all like that, imprisoned to the law of sin and death, to the power of sin and death. Now, the, another stronger power has set you free from the fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. Still haven't realized how terrible it is. You know, it's worse than being in the physical prison. It's the guilt every time. The thoughts. All right, you can hear your teacher's voice. <laughs> you can hear the headmaster's voice. You can hear your parents' voice. Don't do this. You did this, you bad, bad girl. <laughs> okay, you, you know, all the things is horrible. And therefore, we try to get out of this guilty conscience, appear everything by doing good. Lah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tyrant. That's why it's a devil. It's a hard taskmaster. At the hands of sin and death. You are free already today from this, you know, fear of man, fear of all these things. So what do we do? Keep on sinning so that God can keep on forgiving that Romans 6, so remember, we were in Romans 8, Romans 8, 7, the dilemma of the person who, who put himself or herself under law after being set free, still stay there in the prison. Go back a little bit to Romans 6. Ah, this one, evening go, you will love it. Where are you? Are you still there? Oh, here, okay. <laughs> okay, so, keep on, do we keep on sinning? So that God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not, or certainly not, right? In the King James, original Greek. It means it's not possible anymore. If we have left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? This is a, a contemporary version of what it means to be dead in Christ, and then, uh, sorry, dead in sin and alive in Christ. Or didn't you realize we packed up and left that there for good? So there was the old country of sin and death. 
that we used to live in, that prison, right? We saw that man, you know, eat, sleep, everything, make do, do poo poo, everything that. Okay, that is the old country of sin and death before Jesus. Then that old house that we make, you know, set up nicely there. Now we have left it, right? This is what baptism is all about. Because Evelyn Go is going to go through water baptism in a very beautiful pool that she showed me in the picture. Right? This is what happened in baptism or water baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. So Im imagine yourself, right? You, you have two countries. I always tell you two countries, right? Two realms. Okay? The realm of the country of sin and death is under the uh, is uh, that, that that when we go under the water okay so you die okay you bury you leave it behind when you come up from the water we entered into the new country of grace a new life in a new land oasis <laughs> okay the land of pleasure Okay, the, see the, this guy, right? At first, he black hair, now come out brown hair. Okay, so there is a new person altogether. That new creation is in their spirit, right? You are in a new country, in a heavenly realm, spiritual realm of grace, undeserved favor that you just don't need to follow a set of rules anymore. God planted the new heart inside you. God planted the new seed inside you. You born again, new life. The old one, the old country of sin and death, bye-bye. You buried, died, buried six feet underground. That's the significance of water baptism. Okay? An outward expression of an inward experience. This is what you have spiritually experienced uh, Evelyn, right? So you have died with Christ to the old country of sin and death. No longer do you need to be your behavior to be guided by a set of do's and don'ts. Instead, when you rise up from the water in the spirit, you rise up into newness of life, into the new country of grace. Right? God's undeserved favor. A new life where it runs automatic. Where you don't have to struggle. Okay? Where it's just supernaturally natural. And it's a place of a state of complete rest and enjoyment. Where first thing he has already taken the guilty conscience out from you. Therefore, there's no more condemnation. No more guilt. When God sees you, Evelyn, He sees you perfect, holy, righteous in Christ. Forgotten all the sins that you have ever committed. And you say, now just live like a newborn baby. All right? And grow in that freedom that he has set us free.
That's what baptism into the life of Jesus means. You're not baptism into another religion. Right? That's what the Chinese believe, right? You can receive Jesus, you can do whatever you want, don't get water baptized. They thought that, you know, that is a, something that changed religion. No, it is it's, it's showing to the world, to the devil, all right, that you are now come, you have come out from the, the country of sin and death. You, have, you no longer belong to Satan or Adam. You now belong to Jesus. You have a new power that's operation inside you. Okay, the power of faith, be able to trust God, believe God, rest. All right, it's, it's given to you. Blessings where you don't try for it. You know, work so hard and then uh, worry so hard. Pray so hard. <laughs> you don't need to pray so hard, okay? <laughs> All right, anymore. You just need to know your, who you are. All right, and declare your inheritance and blessings. Because God don't need us to back anymore. That's old covenant. Or even actually never in the never in the heart or mind of God for his children to beg him for blessings. Okay? If you are a father or parent and you want your children every day beg you, wow, <laughs> scary father, man. Okay? So God is not like that, okay? God gives freely and loves to his children to enjoy their life. I think God is as most sad when he see that, you know, we don't know how to enjoy this life as in freedom every in every every and then we go up to heaven and say oh, i gave you to enjoy i put you there to enjoy the life but you you know you went and suffer yourself there then you said well too bad so when we were raised out of the water okay when we were lowered into the water it is like the burial of jesus that's what we mean, we died with him. The old man died with him. The old nature, Adamic nature, satanic nature, all right, of uh, trying to be good. When we are raised out of the water, whoo, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. You like. Each of us is raised into what? A light-filled world. If after receiving the Lord, and then you expose yourself to half grace, half law, or self-effort again, you go into a very heavy burden world. <laughs> Isn't it? You, you wake up and oh, so stressful today. <laughs> I have to do one, two, three, four, five, six, you know. And I have to be a good mother and ask all my children. And then I have to be a good wife. And then I have to be so many things. After you go to office, it's about the boss. It's about your target. It's about, wow, this is a, not what the Bible says, right? <laughs> Jesus said, we are raised Okay, evening go, then we go to have your funeral service there, spiritual one, and then have your resurrection all in this one go, right? Where you actually you're already experiencing it, yeah. That is just the, the wonderful uh, way that God shows it to the world and shows it to you, right? That you will enter the light filled world the, of Christ. Remember, he said, the rhythm of grace. Come to me, right? The rest that I give you. All right, it's all grace. What I give you to do is light and easy. Okay, 
the word likes belong to our new country. The word heavy belong to Adam country. <laughs> so we don't want heavy, right? We want light. Normally we carry baggage, we choose the light one, right? The heavy one, uh, get those who, who like to carry heavy things to, to do the, the carrying. World by our Father so that we can see where we are going in our new grace sovereign country. Ooh, something to shout about, right? This is the life of pleasure. Undeserved favor. Where you just say, Daddy, this is what you said. You are not only good, but more than good. Then I am looking forward to be more than good to the overflowing blessing. Money is not my God. Which is, the, is, is to a lot of people, right, in this world. They can live without Jesus, actually. But without money, they die. <laughs> right? That's why we cannot part with money, right? Or money, very difficult. But when you are in Christ, you know, he is the one who is your supplier anyway, right? So you are free. That's why in the Bible, there is a place where the God, money can be your God. So when God tells us to give, it's got nothing to do with, um, you know, trying to get things to get out of you. It's just letting yourself know because more freedom comes in. In this mind is where you know, Hey, Wani is not my God, but Jesus is my God. My daddy is my God. If you tell me to give, give. If you tell me to give everything, I, I still have him. He will still bring the, you know, open the mouth of the fish and out comes what you need. So if you say Jesus is our life, the only opposite thing that represents life to human being is money. That's all. Okay, you may deny it and put it very spiritual. No, 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 I don't love money, really. Until you give me away all your money and say, I cannot, I cannot live. <laughs> so it's not condemning, but this is the result of it. That's why a person who understands Abba and keep on experiencing the, the overflow of his provision, of his goodness, he will see to it, right? Has no more fear of. Uh, lack of money. There's no more fear. So people, you know, many ministers of God go out into the mission field without a single cent in their pocket. They are not. <laughs> but when they reach, you know, about to go, if they don't have the fare, the train fare, the plane fare, someone will come up and say, you know, God told me to uh, pass this to you. But they take ticket or the money. Reach there, someone will be there to say, God told me, all right, you, are you so-and-so? These are all real stories. Huh? I didn't make it up. Okay? That, you know, are you so-and-so? Okay, they even uh, have this picture. God said, I'm to take you into my home and uh, provide everything for you. This is the God that we serve, that we live under. <laughs> he will take care of you. If he called you, he will take care of you. That's where you think God is so lack that he cannot provide. No, right? You can even use the neighbor, the devil, to <laughs> provide for his children. Okay? But this is a freedom of where you can access everything that comes from God. You want anything? He give it to you. Grace. Because that's grace, right? You didn't earn it. By faith. This is the grace new country. Could it be any clearer? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ, a decisive end to the sin-miserable life. 
no longer at sin's back call and call. When we believe this, if we get included in Christ's sin-conquering death, we also get included in his life-saving resurrection. So there are two parts to it. Okay, what Jesus did, one, he, he died, we died with him and he don't leave you there. He rose again. The second part is very important. We must realize we rise with him, the new person, and we are now saved, okay, in him, because he is alive. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, the Bible also says, or rather Paul, right, that if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then our faith is in vain. We all pack our back, go home. Okay, actually we are at home. Cannot use that phrase anymore. <laughs> Last time we just like to say that because we all go and meet somewhere, right? So uh, you can say, back, back, go home. Right now, everybody is at home. Okay, so what, what happened? This is another important part. Because Jesus is alive, we are saved. Okay, in his resurrection. I'll show you more why we are saved. He's got you. Okay? That means you must not give sin a vote in the, in the way you conduct your life. Don't give it the time of day. Don't, don't think about sin anymore. Okay? Because die already. Why do we keep on thinking about sin? Just, just this, this mind, right? We know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of the end of death as the end. So sin and death, done with, buried already. Ooh, everything go. Can't wait to do the water baptism, right? We know that Jesus was raised from the dead as a signal to finish. That all part, the operation of law, sin and death has no power over you. Provided you shifted address, go into the power of life in Christ. Never again will death have the last, last word. What is that? Doctor's word? I'll say, oh, sorry, I cannot, cannot feel already. That will not have the last word, right? Um, what else always have the last word? The bank? Officer, <laughs> sorry, your situation, you know, cannot help you already. You know, your account got zero or rather minus, you know. Hey, do they have the last word? Death, anything to do, miserable news, do not have the last word. COVID does not have the last word. The economies of this world do not have the last word. All the seafood of this world do not have the last word. Because all come from sin and death. The one who has the last word is the new life in Christ. So therefore, hear what Jesus said. For when Jesus died, he took sin down with him, but alive, he brings God down to us. From now on, think of it this way. Sin speaks a dead language. So that means nothing to you. You're no longer about right and wrong, good or not good, do or don't. Am I doing it? Am I not? You are in the new country where it's all about Jesus. But he has done for you. God speaks your mother tongue. And you hang on every word. Huh? Very important, huh? <laughs> okay. Hang on the word of life. Don't hang on the word of the, the doctor or the teacher or the one or whoever in the world that gives you fear, guilt, condemnation. 
hang on, if there's anything, you hang on the mother tongue. You born from a birth. God is our father. Okay. I don't talk about the mother thing. It's another confusion. So anyway, just think is God is our father. And but mother tongue just means that it's natural to you. Okay? That you hang on this, the life, the life-giving words. All right. That's where there is this radar inside you. If you keep on hearing the word of grace, your new country, all right, that you are risen with Christ in. Even you hear a preacher, all right, as you, as you grow more. Of course, baby, you cannot separate. You don't know whether the preacher is talking grace or, or law. Sometimes you just swallow the bone and then get choked. Okay? But as you grow up, the more you hear the word of grace, pure grace, properly, when someone, maybe the most famous preacher or pastor, if it comes from me, then uh, please don't take it. Right? Where you feel uncomfortable, you know, okay, I have to take the staircase now. <laughs> it may be half law, half grace. Okay, that you have to do something. Don't give up also can be self-effort. Sounds so good, right? You're so used to the word, don't give up. Jesus didn't really say don't give up. He just come to me and eat. <laughs> when you're eating already, you don't give up already automatically. <laughs> you eat more. But when you put the Instruction there, don't give up. It's like stirring up the self again. Okay, I can do it. I won't give up. See how subtle it is. Just, just relax. It's raining. Okay, <laughs> more blessing. Okay, so you are dead to sin and alive to God. That's what Jesus said. That means... You must not give sin a vote in the way we conduct our lives. Just forget about sin anymore. It's already died. Jesus already got him, nailed it to the cross. Okay, that means about you doing right and or wrong. But again, I told you there's a radar inside there. Go by that radar. All right. And the more you hear God's word, it's a free, free life. But don't run little errands that are connected with that old way of life. So don't run to Jesus for rest and then feel good. Okay, you don't condemn me. Then after that, go back to the <laughs> to the ex-father, and then what happened? That's the old way of life. Okay, so I'm used to it. I have to do this, I have to do that. Get out of that in order to experience the full freedom. Throw yourself wholeheartedly and part-time. <laughs> no, full time. Okay. Remember, you have been raised from the dead. So don't go back to the grave. Okay. So I, I like uh, Lingo's new place, right? The little place that will be the burial ground <laughs> of her past. You know, whatever scene, whatever, you know, of the old man, of all her struggles to try to be a, a better person, all God. Whenever she passed that place, she will remember that old man died already. <laughs> and the new one, look it up in the sky because it's an open air one. So I like, right? Look into the sky. That's my new life. That's my new country. Free. God don't condemn me anymore. You know, in fact, he's got plenty more blessings to throw down at me. All right. So remember, you have been raised from the dead. So don't dig. Even the old bones can live, right? Yesterday, 
servant. Don't dig up, dig up the bones. The bones, old one died already. New one, new, God put new flesh, new sinews, everything inside. In what? Throw yourself wholeheartedly, full time. Remember, you'll be raised from the dead into whose way? Hey, no more man's way. No more Satan's way. Satan, by the way, if anyone not very sure, it's Satan. <laughs> I just take it for granted, you all know. Okay. It's Satan or Adam, all right? But whose way? Not even my way, all right? Frank Sinatra for the old era one. <laughs> he sing a song, my way. I don't know that song, right? So not even our way. It's his way. And his way is relax. Okay? His grace is there. Make a mistake. Get up. Yeah, no condemnation. If the Holy Spirit asks you to do, you know, apologize or whatever, then just do it. Vertical, horizontal, just, just, He will give you the power to do it. If you cannot do it yet, you cannot make it right yet, don't stress. Just know, Lord, help me to make it right. It took six, six years of my life to make something right. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you will not take so many years, right? But um, God will help you, right? He will empower you. So don't stress into God's way of doing. So sin can't tell you how to live. And then what is the strength of sin? The law, right? All the do's and don'ts. So don't let the law tell you how to live or sin. You, after all, you're not living under that old tyranny any longer. You are living in the freedom of God. This is real freedom. Okay. For sin will no longer be a master over you. That's Romans 6.14. Since you're not under law or slaves, right? But under unmerited grace. You don't deserve it, one. That's why it's so enjoyable. <laughs> Free gift is more enjoyable, right? <laughs> Than the one you had to work for it. Which one better? Of course, the free one, right? But under unmerited grace as recipient of God's favor and mercy. Sin has no power over you. Remember that in the New King James, it says sin has no power over you for you're not under law, but under grace. So that question about, hey, aren't we all supposed to be under grace? You're supposed to be. God made it such already. But remember Romans 7? Because we still, the old man still so strong. <laughs> so the old man still put themselves under law. Well, now today, when you are resurrected in Christ, you don't have to live that way anymore. So since we are out of the old tyranny, does not mean we can live any way, all way we want. Since we are free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? Hardly. You know well enough that your own, from your own experience that there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroy freedom. So, you actually can. You want to do? You want to kill someone? Go ahead. <laughs> because, right, the sin of forgiven. Right? But if you now have the power to stop that suggestion in your mind, temptation or whatever you call it. Okay? Right? So, if we go ahead and do that sin, knowing that it is wrong, now that you know you have, you have a new nature, oh, it destroys that freedom. 
Because why? You have to go to jail. <laughs> okay, the freedom doesn't mean that the law of the country don't apply. You just to say you have to face the consequences now. Until, unless you go to heaven first. Or they may make your entry to heaven faster. Death penalty. <laughs> and now I'm frightening you like the way Evelyn Zoe frightened you all to do the test. <laughs> okay, so, right. So, there is a freedom there, right? In this new life. And enjoy that freedom. Okay? Offer yourself to sin, for instance, and it's your last react. Offer yourself to the ways of God and the freedom never quit. You keep on enjoying this life. All your lives, you've let sin tell you what to do. See the man in the prison? <laughs> How does he live his life? The guards tell him, get up, what time? Go out, exercise, what time? Then eat, what time? The food is placed to him at the, his prison door, what time? And then after that, uh, do read the book, what time? After that, go do something else, what time? Isn't enough of the law and all these instructions and rules? I'm not telling you to be messy, okay? but wisdom is another topic. <laughs> I cannot cover everything, okay? So all your lives, don't let the, the you know, sin, uh, law of sin and death, which already Jesus has already killed that power, you know, but a greater power. Don't let it rule your life anymore. Okay? Go into the life of freedom in Christ. Don't let sin tell you what to do. Okay? But thank God, you have started listening to a new master. Okay? So stop listening to Sin as in also, you know, the law, the, your, your, all the rules. Oh. Then listen to who? The freedom of a fellowship with Father God, Holy Spirit, Jesus. Yes, your new master. This new master love you more than anything else or anyone else could ever love you. If you fall down, he will pick you up. And they tell you, I don't put it to your account. Once whose command set you free to live openly in his freedom. Don't have to be ashamed of your past, of your wrongs, of your, you know, of people looking down on you. Don't have to be ashamed if you didn't, you know, uh, went to Harvard. <laughs> you know why? Because I saw one story about law, you know, and uh, in that legal firm, all of them had to come from Harvard University. So, you see, the world defines you. If you are not from the best school, best university, you are not good enough. Yes. Jesus has us free from that. You want to live until rapture? Having all this not good enough? Condemnation, guilt, shame, where you come from? Or are you sick of this life? And then live openly in his freedom. Okay, now the question is, you see this picture, right? Or rather these pictures. So all these are pictures of what? You can see uh, a child in a swing. And uh, 
it, it, it looks like, yeah, it's nice, right? They are free, they are smiling, they are happy. What else do you see in this picture about the life in Christ? Freedom is what the world, everyone see, right? So a swing, all these uh, pictures of freedom, you know, jump high, high, swing high, high. That is freedom, right? What? But the freedom in Christ is in these pictures. It's different from the freedom that the world says, you can be free, go up, jump down, whatever. <laughs> okay? Okay. So what is the difference of freedom in Christ and the freedom that you have heard from the world? Anyone want to try? Pure, the last huh? pure, pure laughter. Pure laughter. <laughs> laughter. Don't very, don't very pure. <laughs> so she say purity. Okay, okay. Joy. <laughs> Joy, okay. Not scared, what of else? Huh? Not scared of falling. Not scared of falling. Why? Because they are on the swing or then they swing so high but they are not scared of falling. Why are they not scared of falling? Because they know that Jesus will catch them. Hey, hey just from the picture only. La. <laughs> 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 this, one is your, this one from the picture. <laughs> You're not wrong, but it's from the picture. Will they have the... I don't know. I mean, they are not scared of they're living. They are living at the moment. Uh, okay, but... They, they, they do what they want. They feel they like. <laughs> Why? There's Why? No, because there's no programming from the outside world. They are... They, 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 that's why they get to leave. They want to be happy, they'll be happy. They want to be sad, they'll be sad. They just whatever. <laughs> okay. Any other answer? Uh, they haven't experienced the life of this world yet. <laughs> so they are innocent and they have no fear in them. So they are <laughs> Wow, the scholar. <laughs> because they are small children. <laughs> Okay, okay. Any more? Let's have a try, everyone. Just from the picture. See, see closer at the picture. They have no worry and don't care what people thought of them. Really? <laughs> wow, all of you can read their minds, man. <laughs> I think they also cannot talk yet. <laughs> You're talking for them. Okay, so you, you, like you were once like them, carefree. Now, all the burdens coming in, all the knowledge coming in, become uh, heavy, heavy burden. the burdens. <laughs> okay, Samo, Samo. Oh, you are really cute. Okay, Samo, Samo, just from the picture, see closely. The, the swing is not the, it's not the one, the, there's a kind of swing that is um, just one piece of thing, but this swing is like, covering them at the front part and the back part. So the baby can swing up, swing down, forward, backward. They don't fall on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Look at the swing. 
is very secure one. Even a baby is safe, right? That is, 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 is uh, structured. The normal swing is one plank, all right? And if you swing too high, you get a risk of falling down and hurting yourself, okay? This swing is specially made that no matter how, of course, don't talk about those exceptional cases of accident, you know, all that. But this special swing is created for the child, right, to be safe, that the parent don't have to worry and the child don't have to worry, right? It's all done, you see, even the baby will not hurt themselves, will not come out of the swing, even if they go high, they are safe, very safe. So we're not trying to think what <laughs> they are thinking, okay? Just look at it. In Christ, is different from the world. The world, joy, happiness, or swing high, relax, enjoy your life, is still very dangerous, <laughs> okay? Without Christ, either go to hell one day or can fall down and they cannot recover really. You know, when they lose all their money, they cannot recover. They go into mental hospital <laughs> or they go into seclusion <laughs> because they cannot face the world anymore <laughs> because their confidence and everything is in their money, in their wealth or in their health, you know, whatever that comes from this world. But in Christ, he kept us safe. Even if you drop, you won't drop into hell. Even if you make another mistake in your life, which we will definitely make, you want to learn how to make mistakes, I also can teach you <laughs> because I make a lot of mistakes in my life. Okay, so what? He holds us. So he created in Christ, you will never hurt yourself. He will always find a way for you to get blessed again, to be saved. That is what salvation is all about. <laughs> okay, safe. You will feel safe in him. He always holds you. He will always see to it that you are blessed. He will always, even you do the wrong thing, go into prison, he will always get you out. <laughs> okay? This is, you will not hurt until broken bone, broken head, you know, broken nose, right? He, you are safe in him so you can go ahead and enjoy that life of pleasure. Okay? There is no condemnation. So you make mistake, what is it? I'm the righteousness of God. Not purposely make mistake, I already taught you, right? But because there's still the, 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 you know, we are in the process of renewing of mind and all that, you, you're bound to make mistakes. But the more you live in that life of freedom, the less. But it means you have the safety net. Christ is your safety net. Okay? Even someone con you of all your money, what happened? God will find another way to give you back, <laughs> you know, to provide for you. So you are safe in Him, not in the world. Not in right the things of this world or in the words of man, but in the words of God, He will never fail you. Okay, yeah, I think maybe Chengan got so many children. <laughs> That's why she can see the the yeah, special. Yeah, <laughs> Have more uh, special have type more of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, swing, but actually, I've never seen this swing before in my era. All the swing is the you know, is the, uh, the, the plank one, and I actually, you know, thought that that was it. But you see, Holy Spirit is very smart, right? So, He showed to me this is what we have in Christ. So, swing high. <laughs> enjoy your life okay in christ he will catch you he has already got the 
the safety net around you. That's why he's what? Who, what surrounds you? His favor, his mercy surrounds you like a shield, like a shield of protection, which the world without Christ don't have. They are at risk. They can drop down and never be able to get up. But we were always in his loving arms in Christ. Good? The life of living the life that comes from Christ. This is how wonderful it is. <laughs> Anyone else saw the swing? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, right? So this is not about who. I'm glad that you're just Answer out. That's freedom. Okay, just say it out. Right? It doesn't matter right or wrong. If you're still, if here, nobody's still scared, that as everyone's still scared to answer, they have to start all over again. <laughs> okay? But I'm glad most of all of you who shouted some answers, okay, you all got the spiritual part already. <laughs> okay? So, that's good. There's no one here, you know, who actually wrong or what. You got the the spiritual behind it, all right? Just that uh, mommy of five, easier to see. <laughs> okay, so praise the Lord. Okay, this is uh, we finished today's session two. All right, and uh, we've got three more sessions before uh, there's a little, not test, don't let Evelyn Zoe frighten you. Okay, so a little, because if I take too long, then you all will actually, it's right, so long to write all the answers. So I did. Decided just do half first, okay, and then write out the answers to the first half. It will be more and more pleasurable, not pressure, okay. If you if you can, you can even write it out immediately after the session while it's still fresh, okay. That would be even better. Or of course, uh, try not to uh, look at the notes or what. Just just write out what you've got. Right. And then by the time the fifth session, you don't feel pressure, but more pleasure. Evelyn, so we don't frighten people, okay? <laughs> so uh, everyone can enjoy this pleasure of life, living the life in Christ. Amen? Amen. Okay. We finish.